It's Friday morning, or whenever you're listening to this, and it's another episode of Generation Zennial with Keith and Vinny after a three-week hiatus. We're, we're back. Three we're weeks? Back, Keith. I, I think know. three weeks. Because uh, summer's, you know. summer's weird. This is might as well call this like a new season. It's like season two. This season two. This is a, it's a season two of the Generation Zennial podcast. The pandemic is still happening. <laughs> Tell that to some people. Well, I'm telling it to you right now. The pandemic is still happening. Um. It's it's a thing, and it's yeah. not going away anytime soon, unfortunately. If more people because... get vaccinated, well, you let yesterday, uh, the federal government has mandated that all federal employees be vaccinated, which I don't know why that wasn't a thing before, because I think we, I think we well we know because it's still political for whatever reason. Right. Um, well, it you wasn't know, FDA approved until oh recently. Yeah. <laughs> And then he also said that all companies that have more than than a hundred employees should mandate the vaccine. Should mandate. Should. Uh, yeah, he can't. Uh, you can't. He can't do make. That. He can't. He need to pass like laws and stuff. But yeah, there's already a lot of you know my institutions mandated. Most health organ healthcare organizations have mandated already. And I find it funny watching the videos of people like my company's mandating it. Well, I guess I'll see you later then. Like, so where are you gonna go? Who's gonna hire you? Because you quit your job because you didn't get a shot. Like everyone else is going to mandate it too. You're just you're just unemployed now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, I, 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 it, it really does. It, just blow, it blows my mind. That, that, uh, it shouldn't because this isn't something that's that's new. But it still kind of just blows my mind how people are just refusing the vaccine based on nothing. Literally uh, nothing. Just like the way they. Their, their minds are just going in these places and, and every time you blow down one argument they just put up another one um, yeah yeah they'll, they'll, they won't take a, a vaccine that's been years in the making by scientists and lots of money thrown at it but they'll take a horse dewormer look look Keith, you, you know you know um you know ivermectin has, has been prescribed since since the mid-2000s and it, it won a nobel prize keith didn't you know this yes. it won a nobel prize are you are you arguing with the Nobel Prize? Are you anti-science now? Uh, see, I, I I'm not anti-science. However, taking a, a a dose that's designed for a horse. Oh yes, that's the that's the caveat we're we're you know, we're, we're, we're forgetting about because I can get and, it off the shelf for my horse, so I don't need a prescription. Right, because because oh, because most people don't have like access to healthcare, and their doctor won't prescribe them ivermectin for COVID because it's not, it's not for um, COVID. A recommended loose. So they go to their local um, pet store and yes, buy horse dewormer. Oh, that, oh yeah, that that that's that's happening. Yeah. Now I um, I, I haven't fact checked this, but I've been seeing the thing floating around that you know, it also causes infertility in eighty five percent of men. Um, good. I'm not a doctor, good. so I can't confirm or deny that. However, this is, this is good. That's called natural selection. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm down. I'm that's that would be a, that would be a good thing. Because if yeah, if you're the kind of person that takes horse dewormer to treat COVID nineteen, then yes, I don't want you reproducing. I'm sorry, that's not so, very leftist of me. So but, apparently, uh, Alex Jones will not be reproducing because I saw he took it live on his show. Yeah, but that's uh, the thing, Alex and, and Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Did, did, did Alex Jones? I'm sure he didn't take the horse dewormer like variant. He right? did. He probably he like he, squeezed he, it. He squeezed it out onto a spoon. The horse. The put, horse paste. Yes, he did not. Then, and then he put actual human ivermectin on top of it and ate it all at once. 
I watched it yesterday. Oh God! See, I never even saw it. I just took it for the fact that like Alex Jones is crazy, but he's not an idiot. Maybe he's he, an idiot. No, maybe I was wrong. Idiot. Maybe I maybe I gave I mean, Alex Jones too much credit. It's turning the frogs gay, which so. isn't a lot. Of, which isn't a lot of credit to begin with, but turning the, the damn frogs I gave him gay. A bit of, <laughs> I, see, I think it, I, I always thought it was like he was just a big act. It's just a work. He's a big grifter. Yeah, like. Well, he, he totally is. I mean, it, one of these people that doesn't believe half the things he says. It's a three-hour show where he's mostly, you know, fifty percent. Fifty percent of his show is like pushing products, and that's where he makes his money. I mean, Joe Rogan does the same thing now. It's like it's he's pushing products to to make money. It's not Joe Rogan. I'm pretty sure took the oh the he's human version of the. I don't know. The, I, I, have no idea. I don't think I don't think Joe Rogan was dumb enough to take. But the he's also pro, But maybe I'm giving Joe, Joe Rogan too much credit. Joe, Joe Rogan does some pro, dumb things. He's pro steroids, you know. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, steroids are a very iffy topic. <laughs> but my point is, like, you know, the I'll give him a little bit more benefit of the doubt when it comes to steroids. Um, I don't know, I don't very put much stock in Joe Rogan at all, so yeah, that's I mean, that's fair, but you know, sometimes, not a fan. He, just, sometimes he has like you know, one of those broken clock spotting, sometimes he comes up with some, some right ideas. It's but just funny, you know, sometimes he has like the right ideas, but sometimes they just kind of veer off into the wrong direction. And when they do that, they kind of just go way off, off branch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I do. And he's more popular than us. So I don't know. Well, it's, it's just crazy. Every time I'm like, I, every time, every semester when I start a new podcasting class, oh, what kind of podcast to listen to? hundred, like 80% of the guys will always say they listen to Joe Rogan. Really? I mean, and, I know he's popular. And, but that's the funny thing. I actually don't know the, anybody. I don't like personally know anybody that actually listens to him. Like I know well, you. Well, but it's only the guys. None of the girls. All, all the girls that listen to like all the girls listen to true crime podcasts. That is really big too. They're like they're like oh I listen to this and that true crime and then like, but all the guys are like uh, they listen to like the PTI, uh, or or they listen to Joe Rogan. So I'm like okay so first you're just listening to the rebroadcast of PTI on on an audio for or like you know one of the yes network guys whatever you know they're just listening to rebroadcast of sports talk radio. Or they listen to Joe Rogan. So I'm like, so you're not really listening to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is where you plug the generations only podcast. Yeah, right. yeah. No, no. If I you want to get a, if you want a good grade in my class, you subscribe to this now. We need we need the listens. We don't we don't talk about turning frogs gay. That's maybe that's our problem. Maybe, maybe that is our problem. We gotta start more conspiracy theories about problems we things and. Maybe we should become a flat earth podcast. Maybe that's our, maybe that's our new niche. Maybe we create an alternate one where we just like troll <laughs> the internet about all the conspiracy theories and every week we just talk about one like we 100% believe it. I think, I think someone fell off the face of the earth the other day and I, you know, maybe they just went too far off yeah. the edge. They keep playing, you know what? They keep saying all these people dying from COVID. It's actually nope. people falling off the earth. It's, it's, they just, the they're Obama, just covering up. Oh, it's the, gov- the government. So Obama's secret service. It's Hillary that's Clinton. Still, that's still in power. Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Funded by the FEMA camps that were um, that were all, taken all, over in the Walmart. All the babies that they said and died COVID fell off the earth. They did. No, they, they got rounded up by Obama's Secret Service. That's right. Obama's Obama, Secret Obama's Service. still, still the president. In power. He's he, Obama's still president. People don't realize this. Ba- Biden's people, just a puppet. People, you gotta, you gotta open your eyes. Open ba- your eyes. Biden's just a puppet. You know the truth. You know the truth. You see it. You can see it. If you just open your eyes, that's and that's basically what conspiracies are: is people just saying, 
You gotta open it's your eyes. It's obvious if you just open your eyes, and then, and then people go, "Wait, but, wait, am I just not paying attention?" This, this person was employed this guy by must the, be onto something. I wish I could be that confident about saying like ridiculous things. I was thinking this the other day. I'm about that like, confidence about saying scientific things. Exactly. I'm not I, like I don't really portray that much confidence in things I'm confident in saying because I'm always like, well, you know, there's always possibilities. Like that's you the know, way just my mind works. It's I read, just, I read a. I read a line in a book I'm reading the other day. It's the first time that while reading a novel, I highlighted a passage because the sentence was so good. So I'm, I'm reading Children of Dune. It's the third book in the Dune series. And the line was, I, 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 hopefully I get it completely right. If not, it's paraphrasing. When you stop knowing, you start learning. Ooh. Like I read that. I was in bed. I read that. I was like, can't I said to my Ooh. wife, hand me the highlighter. Give me a highlighter now. <laughs> I need to highlight this line. I'm gonna I'm like when you stop knowing, classroom. you start learning. I'm like, this is brilliant. But it's so true. And that's the problem. Like all the people, like you said, when you're a conspiracy theorist, you know, you know everything. So obviously you can't you can't learn anything new because you know it all. But if you realize you don't know everything and you're just constantly learning, you never have that, we never have that confidence saying, we know hundred percent this is accurate. I'll say something, 95% of me is pretty sure this is accurate, but there's still that little bit of doubt that I could be wrong. Maybe, Anything's possible. Maybe I am wrong. Maybe a red magnet is like the best thing in the world. I don't know. I'm not a real scientist, but I'm tr- putting my trust in people that went to school for two decades on science and have been doing research in the field because I am not an expert. Well, that even goes back to like, you know, as atheist as I am, I can't, I can't say that there's, there's definitely no God. I don't know that. How, how would I ever? How would I ever know that? You can't. You you can't prove or disprove it. No, that's why all atheists are agnostics. There's no such thing as a, like a concrete atheist because it's impossible to actually know if there's a higher being. I saw a post the other day. What was it? Something about like, oh, the 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 visible light spectrum is only so so percent of of visible light. So there's things that we can't see. <laughs> I'm like that's not how the things work. But but <laughs> but but. but but kudos to you for for thinking outside the box there. And then you're thinking, well, what if there is like a whole dimension out there where like there's a whole like light spectrum, like <laughs> that if you just look well, in is. places. Well, I, I mean, mean there, yeah, there obviously is a light spectrum. Like, there's a spectrum that we can't see. If you put like infrared light, like well, yeah, in, that's... like certain places, like shit, like stuff that you would never even believe, with, like like monsters or something. I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, well, it, it, it is true. Is, is it true that our eyes can only perceive a certain right. part of the spectrum, whereas other animals can see ultraviolet and ult- infrared? And <laughs> my son goes, oh, that's ultraviolet. I was like, dude, if that was ultraviolet, you couldn't see it. <laughs> that's why it's called ultra. <laughs> and I was like, I know you're only in second grade, but I'm going to teach you right, son. <laughs> it's ultraviolet for a reason, because you can't see it. And the earth is flat. Oh, don't yes, let, the don't, let the, don't let your teachers indoctrinate you into thinking that you know, speaking, of, speaking of space space go to this was not on our top final of this, frontier key final have, frontier have you space. have you been keeping up with the international space station news i have not been to space and no i have not been keeping up with the international space Station. the russian side is falling apart well they have communism. they have <laughs> on the russian side of the international space station a couple weeks ago they had an air leak um, that's not good that doesn't sound and good at all i believe they had a uh an alarm went off the other day and i think it was there was like a small fire they had to put out <laughs> space fires can't be good either 
so the like the community is like really worried like the the russian side of the international space station is having some serious problems like um they might be getting genocide i don't know ironically though the only way to get to space is on a russian space rocket or jeff bezos well now well yeah now no no not bezos um elon musk or or elon musk or well spacex um, is spacex is the only one that's launching vehicles to the space station well you know for now for now when it becomes a viable like profit motive then jeff jeff will top on all that but but spacex actually successfully launched a capsule to this international space station but since since obama obama stopped the shuttle program um we've been going we've been going to (laughs) thanks a lot obama we've been going to space on russian space capsules which are really just leftover rockets from international uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles which is really interesting at least we have leftover <laughs> leftover ballistic missiles i'll take that as a positive right we didn't use them yeah well to like blow things up so the only reason so, why we went to space is because of the nuclear race but that's another story altogether <laughs> actually uh, yeah renegade cut just did a really good video of like like who actually won the space race um because we you know us as americans we're like well we landed on the moon first so we, we win that was the race but you look at like all the all the accomplishments that came before that, it was like, yeah, we, we weren't first to do everything else, but you know, no. we we got to the, we land we landed people on the moon first, so that's so we're gonna call that a victory. And all that was, even though it was great that we landed on the moon, but it was also a way of saying, hey Russia, if we can land on the moon, imagine what how accurate our missiles can be hitting Moscow. I mean, yeah, obviously. Big, that's big that's big. really that was the subcontext of like, yeah. hey, if we can if we can shoot people onto a moving object in space <laughs> that's three days away imagine what we can do around the other side of the world think about it even though we're not going to do it because then you know we, we, well, that's it's, it's a whole bad idea like let's not the go whole mutual, holocaust mutual destruction deal or you know the whole world would end yes i've seen war games as well <laughs> you can't win that game the computer yeah. shuts itself down because it has a paradox just wait a minute the world would end. That's not good. That doesn't sound no. like a good plan. That's a that's the start of a lot of sci-fi. Movies. Maybe it is a good plan. I don't know anymore. Honestly, <laughs> maybe we, honestly, maybe maybe, we, maybe just I was thinking the other day. Maybe it's time for a good restart of humanity. That's, you know, it's, or, it's, some, or something run. else, or you know, or something the, else that could. The, the lizard people will come out us. from underneath and the lizard people take over, or the apes. Maybe it's the lizard the people are stuff. already the lizard people are already in charge of the government. Oh, so well, maybe maybe it's time for the apes to rise up and take over the planet. They are. They're all the intelligent, sentient apes are living in caves somewhere, just waiting, biding their time. And they're the, actually giving their, their dissertations, getting their doctorates. <laughs> they have free like, you know what? Too. That's just, the sad part, Keith. Let's just let's just wait for this infermectin thing to happen. They won't be able to reproduce. <laughs> we'll just walk right in. There will be no more all, new babies, and all, boom, apes. It's all the plan by the sentient sentient ape people. There you go. It's the sentient apes. So speaking of the other side of the world, I like this po- I like this new podcast format where we just say ridiculous things. <laughs> I, I think it's gonna. I think it's really gonna take off. Well, you know, ridiculous yeah, is it works uh, for Alex Jones? Why can't Why can't it work for us? Okay, we're not angry enough, says, Keith. That's it. That's that's I, that's, that's that's. <laughs> we have to get angry, and then we have to sell like penis pills. Um, then then we'll make the then we could be you, successful podcasters. Are you not satisfying your woman in the bedroom? <laughs> then I got something that you should buy. I use it every day. 
I got nothing. I mean, that's that's. Ah, drink that's more water. <laughs> Can't sell water. Oh, you'd be surprised. If Spaceballs can sell air, I could spell sell water. God, that that, that movie's gonna come true someday. And speaking of people, do sell water. What's your point? Sell bottle, yeah. Here, this is just basically this is, tap the tap water in a bottle and say, "Here you go. You can buy this hey, for three bucks." We, we filtered this. Buy this. Um, thanks. <laughs> I mean, there's a need for a bottle of water. You're having a big event. You want to be able to give out water. Boom. It is. Easy. It is convenient. It is nice. It's terrible for the environment. But, but for yes. when people are in their house, like you have bottled water. I'm like, really? You know, we went to. Uh, yeah, obviously you don't know this because I didn't tell you. But last weekend we went to Lake Compounds, um, and they have you know back in the day going to an amusement park, you, you'd have to you couldn't bring anything in. Now, now you can bring in your own refillable water bottles, and they have oh, filling yeah. stations. You got filling stations everywhere. They're like, thank you. You care about hydration finally. My wife were talking and I were talking about that as we're walking in. Like, yeah, I remember back when we were in school, you couldn't even have a water bottle in the class. Like you, you yeah. drank, you drank during lunch and you, and you're like, can I go to the water if, fountain? You had like yeah, a couple sips. If you had sips. to pass the water fountain. Yeah. 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 No, I mean like the water bottle you just took a sip of. I know people listening can't, can't watch yeah. that, but you know, Keith has his own little disposable water bottle there, which is good. Reusable. Not disposable. Not reusable. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the opposite of. I've had this I for like have. two years now. Bottles yeah. a three pack. But a lot of people like carry them around. Like all my, like it's, uh, you, you work in a college and, uh, you know, I get college students to, to work with me and they always have like a water oh, bottle every, on them. Everyone's got one. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, you never know. Hydration's important. Hydration is huge. It's like, in something, it's so weird. Like it's a fundamental thing we've probably known for uh, in millennia. Yet I feel like in the 20th century, we took a step backwards from a lot of things that we just knew. And we're like, oh no, you're gonna drink at these time slots because you don't need to drink that often. And then people got uh, sick and stuff. It just it, it makes no sense. Oh, we took a lot of steps back in the name of like things like profit. I know that. Like look at our no, yeah, but our, we we also look at our food. Like, there, there was also the, like the mid 20th century. People thought they the science knew better than like nature kind of thing. Like I I I, I was thinking about this when we had our first kid. Like. Now it's, you get back to like, you know, not to the natural birth, we're in the hospital, it's a very sterile condition and all that. But, you know, back in like the fifties and sixties, you know, the, the husband couldn't be in the room because it was so delicate and like, you know, and then the, the mo- you know, the mother couldn't walk for a week because we didn't want to like, you know, mess anything. <laughs> it was, it's like, okay. Then I was like, you know, for thousands, uh, you know, a hundred thousand years, we've been giving birth and then getting up and doing farming the next day. <laughs> you know, it's not like, this is a new thing that the human race just figured out, but all of a sudden, like no, in the it's... 20th century, it was like you know it was very like, um, you know, you know, scientifically broken down, and we had to protect the mother and all this stuff, and then we realized, oh, that was stupid. Now you know, when... now we say, get back to work, woman. <laughs> oh, have but... a baby. Get back to work. That, well, that yeah, was yeah. The, that was the thing that we didn't we never we never actually said like you know don't get back to work, but. But then yeah. I guess women didn't really weren't allowed to, to work back then either. So. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They all go back and work in the kitchen. <laughs> Make me a sandwich. How dare? Why is the house not clean when I get home? All you're doing is taking care of a baby and just gave birth. Let me tell you, I was a stay-at-home dad dishes. for like the first couple of months. Man, that is hard. <laughs> so I've heard. Like I don't you know. Have, it's exhausting. But I, you know, I, I can imagine. I, you know. It's, you're watching this fragile child who doesn't you know <laughs> they, they are fragile but man I, we are this is not any of the topics we decide about all the topics by the way i i was gonna write the, down i didn't write anything down the... there's nothing here it's just notes for something else 
this is the generation zillennial podcast keys we just it's, it's free form free form free, free, free form we have ideas in our head based on what the world is talking about so and so what what a shit show form. the afghanistan withdrawal was huh what a shit show but yeah but but did it was it going to ever go down any differently no, no? and and <laughs> and i feel like nobody's even talking about it anymore other than like maybe a few like random like facebook posts i see like Get, get, get the people home, Joe. Oh, they had a they had a flight out yesterday. Two hundred citizens got flown out of Kabul. Same. Out of the airport. I listen to the NPR technology. Okay, I, I get this stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you know, it was, it was a bit, there was a big outrage. Um, I don't know how it could have really been handled much differently. I'm not I'm not an expert on the situation. Um, no, I a lot of people aren't experts on the situation and they'll talk anyway so why not why not give my opinion <laughs> give your um, opinion go ahead but that's I'll... the thing is like, it doesn't seem like we like we all agree right i thought we all i thought we all agreed most well like most of the people in this country agreed like we need to get we need to get out of afghanistan right well we that should was... never have been in afghanistan first of all right that's a whole nother story but we like we like our mission back in 2000 and what two whatever 2001 was 2000 well, well, it started. Whatever. Yeah, right. We went in in two thousand two. Whatever. September eleventh tomorrow. It is twenty years. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, but anyway, we went in. We needed to get rid of Al Qaeda, right? That remember them? Al Qaeda. Forget yeah. the Taliban. It was it was Al Qaeda. Who doesn't get along with the Taliban? By the way, it was like that was like a whole big thing. Um. Wait, there's separate people? What, I yeah, that, well, that's the thing, too, right? Like, aren't all Muslims the same? No, they're, they're not. Um, anyway. That, that, and we did that, right? In, like, two years. It was basically, like, squashed Al-Qaeda. Right? That wasn't the issue. But then we were like, oh, we, you know, let's hang, let's hang around for uh, for reasons. Now <laughs> it's nation-build all of a sudden. Yeah, train their and, army. You know, oh. and do all the, now we got to keep the Taliban up, so we'll train the Afghan people. Blah, blah, blah. And we knew as soon as we left that the Taliban was going to take back over. Um, I don't think they knew it was going to take be that quick. That's, that's I don't think anyone things. thought it was going to be that quick. It was like people super. Were, yeah, people were saying things like six months to a year, and it happened in like two days. Um, <laughs> they literally just been, might have been quicker you, than that. It was like if you walked out of the room, I walked in the room. That's how fast yeah. it was. It was in the yeah, end, basically in the scale of like world events like this. Yeah, hundred percent. So anyway, but the, we were pretty much all in agreement. Even Trump, remember, remember Trump, the rallying well, cries in 2016 and in 2020. We, we were going to get out. I'm going to pull out of Afghanistan. We're going to finally do it. We're going to get out. Blah blah. blah. And he and then, he set the date. He's the one that set the date. They had the agreement. And then he set a date. <laughs> I um you know strategically for after the election, just in case. Just in case he, he, was, wasn't, he wasn't he wasn't around for it because you know if he didn't want to do it in his first term, you know, just that. And there's not. a reason for that. Because it was, it would have been a disaster. There's no way it wouldn't have been a disaster for anyone right. to do it. So here we are. It was a disaster because it had to be a disaster, as far as I'm concerned. Um, because there are things people could have done better, probably. I mean, in hindsight, it's always 2020, as they say. But well, yeah, like we said, we thought it was going to take a lot longer for the Taliban to take over. You know, if we know it was going to be that fast, they could have started secretly getting out American citizens ahead of time before the military that, left. Yeah, I think that would have been a good point. I think I think that's probably the biggest difference. The yeah, biggest that's the biggest thing- issue I think people have is like, you know, we didn't get enough people out before we the, the military pulled out. Um, I think that's I think that's where we went wrong. 
the most. But even that, like, I don't know the logistics behind that. I don't, I don't know what yeah. that looks like. I'm not you right. I know, and nobody else does, but they'll pretend to, right? They'll pretend. Oh, like it was like, oh, like it's an easy. Well, we like should have done this. Yeah, like it's an easy thing to do. Like there's probably reasons for them not yeah. doing it. Like the I, equipment, I, like the equipment team, right? Like everyone, everyone, like not everyone, but all the all the. Uh, I don't even know how to what to call them at this point. Well, um, the people were like, "Oh, we left all this equipment for the Taliban. They just took it, took it over." Blah blah blah. There's a reason for that, right? There's a reason we didn't take all the stuff back um it's i think number to... one like the, the fancier stuff like the the helicopters and whatnot they require a lot of maintenance and they're gonna break down before so, you know it yeah and they're gonna be useless so and it's probably it's honestly it's probably cheaper to, to leave the stuff there i think that's probably the the main right. reason like st- that kind of that kind of stuff happens is because it's it's a financial responsibility well, to not only that you you've lived in a house, right? Equipment. You you live in a house. Have I lived, I do you, I do. You've moved before, right? Uh, unfortunately, I hate moving, but yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff that accumulates in your house over time, right? Yeah. Imagine ha- we were in that house a, for twenty years. Me, me me yeah you're in the house for twenty years, waging a campaign, and you bought a lot of cars and a lot of things, and you got to leave. I, it, who's moving all this stuff out? It would take. It would take years to move all that stuff out. You're not hiring the movers. And then you're right. You know, yeah, sure, we're leaving helicopters behind. But like you said, you have to do a maintenance after every flight. Yeah. You know, these are highly tuned machines that take trained technicians in order to maintain and resources. As soon as they start, parts start breaking and it starts seizing, you know, that's a jet engine on top of that helicopter. (laughs) You're not, you know, I I got a buddy of mine. works at Sikorsky. He's one of the people that inspects the helicopters before they leave. So there's a lot, I know firsthand, there's a lot of stuff for secondhand really um, that you need to, that needs to be working right or else that's going to go south really fast. Right. You know, it's not like we're leaving all the, we're not leaving bombs and anything behind. <laughs> I hope. Right. Yeah, you but, know, that, that'd but, be you know, but everyone, like I said, everyone has an opinion even though nobody knows what they're talking about. Like it just kind of comes Including back to like, right? And uh, but I'm but I'm not I'm not sitting here saying like I know I know everything. Whereas you know other people will come out and be like, well, we should have done this, we should have done that. And like, you're, you're you don't know anything about the freaking military. <laughs> like people in the military don't know much about the military sometimes. Like it's true. And the thing is, but, there's so many moving parts. Like you said, we yeah. got our people. We have the citizen, the Afghan citizens. You have the Taliban. You have Al Qaeda. You have you know, and it's a splinter group of Al Qaeda. It's not even like proper Al Qaeda. Al Qaeda G. So you have all these different people that have different interests, different beliefs, and you know, how do you make that? There's no way to make that smooth. No trans- government transition is ever smooth, first of all. And well, especially something about, like that. You're talking Afghanistan about a whole other regime oh change. You know, you're not talking a regime change. I mean. Shoot, we, we, had, we, had, we had issues tra- transferring power from Trump to Biden, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> you're, you know, you're you're replacing a whole regime in Afghanistan. It's... But and 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 is it horrible? What you know, <clears throat> I, I think about the Afghan citizens. Yes, the repression and things like that. They're going back a decade or two, as far as that goes, and and that's Which a horrible the conservatives thing. should love. Jesus, yeah, right, they right, have right. the same they have the same policies. Like honestly, Texas should just 
You guys should just move to Afghanistan. You right. Know? It's the Al Qaeda of the South, right? <laughs> I've seen some good memes about that. Yeah. Um, um, but but my point is that is it solely the U.S.'s responsibility to have a military presence in every country that doesn't do what we think is right humanitarianly? Because we'd be in half the country, we'd have been in half the world if that was the case. And if that was the case, I you know I I would champion that, right? If that was the actual like, if goal that's what of the we US did, military, I would be like all for that. That's that'd be great. But you'd have to be, but, you'd have, but, you'd have, but you'd have, but also too, we'd have to like. Okay, so now we got to be in China, North Korea, yeah, you got to be in every single country that is doing that, not just oh, the yeah. ones that have the oil or the ones that not just the ones we have financial, the, like, we're doing or the people that reasons. you know, because because you don't see us in Saudi Arabia, do you? I mean, look at China, like you oh, said, yeah. just China, like the 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 atrocities against humanity that they're pulling off there is like. One against the Uyghurs, their surveillance state that they have. You know, yeah, they're all they're you authoritarian country. You like, can't sneeze in China without it being recorded on a camera somewhere. Right. So, they're, author, they're authoritarians, right? Like that's. But, but they supply know, all our goods, so. But they supply all our goods. We have we have factories over there. Everything gets made cheap, and it comes over here. And, and they, we, but they rely on us just as much as we rely on them. So it's like this weird like dance where it's like we're economic adversaries but at the same time we're like definitely like so self-reliant on each other it's a, a symbiotic relationship like they all like they hold all their debt but at the same time like we, we hold all their, their profit we, too. we make all the, we make all their money so it's, it's they might hold our debt but without us buying more stuff they would have no money at all yeah the global economy is a very strange strange bird well, in, that, in that sense money is a strange thing let's be... well that's well that's listen that's yeah, you know me i'm Money is a construct all, that we've I'm created. All, I'm, all for, I'm all for the abolishment of um, capital. So, yeah, that will never happen in our in our lifetime. In our lifetime, no. I hope someday that you know humanity evolves past this. Yeah. Weird, oh, you're you, um, you're looking for that Star Trek future, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I'm hopeful. Although, to, I mean, like, I always say for, to get there, though, we have to have not in our lifetime, world. but we do. <laughs> Humanity, like like I've said before, humanity it does keep progressing. There's sometimes there's some step backs, but you know it's we're not the feudal system anymore, right? We're, no, <laughs> we're we're getting we're getting that far. Well, as Doctor Hugh said, Doctor Who says uh, humans always find a way to survive. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll see about that in a couple hundred years only. Yeah, well, we won't. Unfortunately, oh, we won't see that. Like I said, I, humanity, humanity, we've had a good run. It's, it's, well, it's been doing pretty well. I mean, the reality is at some point, everything dies. Well, at some point, the, the sun's going to burn out. Well, yeah. And I mean, at some point, I can't, I, ima- I imagine there's going to be a, another, you know, something that wipes out life on well, Earth before the sun burns out. I, I, I it just, you have to. Well, like, we've already ops, had right? five or, I, forget, I think it's either five or six extinction events. extinction events on the planet already and you know if that when another one happens either it's going to be us or it's going to be a large part of us you know what, and what's left behind is going to be you know it's that nuclear holocaust scenario or it's that mass extinction scenario where you, you go from seven billion people down to a million and you start over again right or, oh yeah i mean i think yeah. the wiping all of humanity out is going to be a very very tough deal 
yeah the planet would you know at, at this point the planet would have to implode because you know we have so many we've we've safeguarded ourselves you know we have that uh what is it is it in norway i forget what country it's in it's it's in one of the northern nordic countries where we have that si- giant seed bank you know what i'm talking about i don't i have no I don't oh you don't know, know about, this? about this there is uh, I forget exactly what country. it's like it's it's in northern you know the the nordic That's area yeah. um it's and it's built it's built into the side of the mountain and it is a repository of every uh, uh there's a bag of seeds of every single plant on the planet so every grain every strand that's ever been created everything that we have grown corn wheat barley whatever it is this is a worldwide storage repository of all the seeds of the planet so if we do have an extinction event where like something wipes out all the wheat in the in the world right you wait a year now you still have seeds for wheat you can start regrowing it you just have to get, you just have to get to where the bank is well yeah but that's it's stored up there because it's so you know it's so cold where well, it's stored right. yeah, they don't have, they're not using any uh electricity to store it because it's all just in the right. cave itself but it's like it's one of those things like on the, you know day to day yeah we have worldwide problems with all these countries and everything but there's those couple things that the world does as a whole together that's like for the betterment of all humankind and that's one of them where all these countries voluntarily send stuff there and it's stored in this one location where it's basically it's a, it's our backup it's our hard drive backup we got the back of, we got the backup food. we got the backup seeds it's our food supply so well, if there's good. a you know if there's a a, a five year drought where everything dies we have no seeds to replenish. We have a way, where a place to go and and start over. So if there's ever that extinction event where we come down to like there's a million people left and we can get there, we can start regrowing the food for the planet. See, people are planning ahead. That's good. Yeah, there that that's called epic doomsday prepping. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of humanity. You know, you know, and obviously there's the bunkers in DC. There's the bunkers in. Oh uh, well, yeah. The the canyons. But we're not gonna be able. We're not gonna be able. No, there. but like I said. <laughs> Some of humanity be, will survive. It's gonna be like the Kingsman. Hey, you you haven't ma- built your bunker uh, in your backyard yet? Yes, but it's secret, so don't tell anybody. My underground. Um, that's right, that's where I'm broadcasting from. This is under underground bunker, so the government can't find me and silence me. <laughs> Joe like, Biden's coming after me. <laughs> Vinny, I need come, let me in. Let me in. That's not that was a horrible oh, Joe Biden. It's coming. To, it's coming to take my meat. <laughs> he's still on that he's like oh, i gotta see hamburger in there you're gonna you can't have any oh, man can't have any hamburgers. hamburgers i know how bad they are for the planet but they're so good they're tasty that's where i become a bad a bad uh uh conservationist i'm like i want to save the planet but i also want to eat a hamburger yeah. the, I'll, t- I'll tell you what the, the you know this is a totally sidetracked topic but the, the meat substitutes aren't that bad no, they've gotten a lot better, and paying where you I've get them, them, they're really good. Even I've like had, the the Impossible Burger at Burger King, I tried that. It's it's not bad. I, there's a difference. I've had it. I've had it at Burger King, and I've had it other places. One. The way the Burger King I had it at was not very good, but I've had was it, it at the, like a, was it the actual Burger King or was it the, the it was like an actual itself? Burger King. No, I'm saying was it no, was, was it Burger it was, King's fault or was it the Patty's fault? No, I think it was the Burger King's fault because it took yeah. a while to get out. It was cold, but I've also had it at like actual restaurants, the Impossible Burger, and I'm like, this is this is good. Yeah, and my stomach doesn't you, feel bad yeah, afterwards. You season that thing right, and uh, speaking of stomach feeling bad, dude, I did the I did the one chip challenge from Pocky. You know, you know what that is? Oh no, 
so this is where you throw like the hot chip thing yeah it's like a ridiculously like spicy chip basically like the idea is that you, you know you shouldn't eat these things um so it's a it's literally one one chip it comes in a little foil package oh yeah um, i've seen those yeah it was just it's it's great marketing like talking about like media studies like because basically they, they sell this one chip and then you you take a video of yourself eating the chip and reacting you know how you react to it and then post it online so it's basically free advertising for this company of course right? and if you go on youtube and search it um there's probably thousands of videos of people doing this so anyway going back to stomach cramps this is this is my way of plugging my youtube channel just another guy just another guy talking about stuff uh, on youtube so i did the i did the one chip challenge and I, I handled it pretty well i thought I, I thought i was handling it pretty well and i you know i, I had the chip recorded the video and i was like yeah i, was like, yeah, I did i mean i don't know what there's to be proud about about eating a hot chip it's not like it takes any kind of skill or anything but i was like yeah you know i did that no problem I'm like yeah good for me two hours later dude my stomach was killing <laughs> like i was like bent over in tears like i was thinking yeah, i might need to go to the emergency room <laughs> like it was like one of the worst pains i ever felt in my life my wife's making fun of me she's like yeah it's a good thing you don't get birth i'm like yeah thanks um <laughs> All, all because I ate this this ridiculously spicy chip. So you know, I think that was the day my wife was scrolling through Facebook and she goes, Vinny's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, why is he eating something hot? Yes. <laughs> fair enough. Fair. It was probably that day. That's yeah, that's fair. Um, oh man, that's, that's a fair assessment. Yeah, I don't I can't well you, you're more than I couldn't even probably touch the chip because I do not do hot well at all. So well, now, like, I would have opened it up and be like, eh, done. I promised um, my YouTube channel, my, 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 my legion of subscribers. Your hundreds hit, and hundreds. Eh, 100. Because <laughs> I, 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 I promised when I reached 100 subscribers, I was going to do the, the blazing challenge for Buffalo Wild Wings. Because I always kind of wanted to try it. So that was I thought that would be a good like incentive. Um, it still took a year to get the 100 subscribers. But now I finally, I finally broke it finally broke it so i'm going to do the buffalo wild wings challenge um when go. i get a chance i wanted to do it this weekend but um, i think i'm gonna be pretty busy i got some wrestling going on um, some wrestling so, some wrestling um i can't make there we have a show on saturday in, in bethany connecticut that i can't make unfortunately because i have to work i would um, love to have gone to which that which is sad because it's, 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 it's it either what's well, a tribute for um for one of the wrestlers who unfortunately recently passed away hmm. um big jim anderson uh, so you know i'm a little disappointed that i can't make that because i gotta work but then the next day we have a show at the north haven fair so oh man i'm gonna be away this weekend which is yeah it's not too far away from, from your place is my it? wife works in north haven well there you go but I, we're gonna we're going away for the weekend to a lake house so oh well, a little fun. mini vacation yeah get away too bad you're not coming to Milford in a couple of weeks when, um, oh who? Oh wow, I can't forget whose promotion it is now. Uh, wow, it's really gonna bother me. This is Keith thinking really hard. I see him in my face. I was talking about it last night. When I say the name, it's gonna bother me. Um, There's a wrestling promotion. Wrestling. He, he well, he was a wrestler in the in the '90s. Uh, mainly WCW. 
um, had an affair with one. Oh, uh, he, oh, he, he went out with Elizabeth after Macho Man. Lex? Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Wow. Lex Luthor has a promotion. Lex Luthor? <laughs> Lex Luger. Luger. Luther. Lex Luthor Lex, is the Superman villain. Yes. Lex, he has a promotion and his promotion slam. That's the name of it is, uh, has a show at the brewery by my house in a couple of weeks. He, I know. I, why don't I know any? I, Lex, Lex Luger has a promotion in Connecticut. Yeah, wait, where is it? Hold on, Slam Wrestling. Well, that was the. Anyways, that was he was on the poster for it. Anyways, oh, maybe he's just uh, uh, doing a meeting. That was that was that was the wrong Slam Wrestling. I think there was a slam wrestling up in Vermont. Well, I said slam wrestling was like a new site. That was not helpful at all. Now, now I need to look this up real quick. Yeah, I'm looking up for you. Uh, oh, this is happening. Well, if I just go to the brewery's website, Travis. Let's look at our host BTE slam September 30th. Oh, BTE. Oh, yeah. What is this now? Pro wrestling show with some trivia hosted by Lex Luger. See, who who is who's putting this on? Chris Statlander, Danhausen. Oh yeah, Statlander is going to be there, and his, and her boyfriend. The Man Scout is going to be there. Love me some Man Scout. Who is I? Cool. I have no idea whose promotion this is. <laughs> Caleb Conley's gonna be all like Caleb. He's good guy. I like I like working with him. Huh. Oh, it's a Thursday night. Yes, it's a Thursday. It's a weird. That's weird. Huh. I can't find it now. This podcast just came to a halt. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We had to look something up. That was our fault. <laughs> it's best trivia ever. This is inter. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that Where, my... where's the brewery? Try, try is it is if i could go straight through the woods it's like 300 yards from my house but it's a two oh, mile wow. drive sneak through the woods yeah the total package lex luger featuring six live pro wrestling matches full Thursday, disclaimer lex, lex luger on this poster he, he no longer looks <laughs> like we saw yeah we kept we talked about that i was at the uh, oh. brewery last night for another event and we're like yeah that's not what he looks like anymore um, yeah, Statlander's on the show, so I kind of want to go. Fair enough. I'm a, fan, I'm a fan of Statlander, even though she lost her championship match against Britt Baker on the pay per view. It was still a good match. Dan Housen has a good YouTube channel. So I mean, I've, actually, I've never, I've seen his YouTube channel more than I've actually seen his. That's, is that, wait, is that, um, it's the guy with the face paint kind of looks like Darby Allen. That's well, not, I only say that because he's got like white and black face paint. It's just like Darby, but. Yeah, well, you know, it's the Sting also has that too. Yes, or red and black. But that was. That oh was no, uh, Statlander is in a relationship with Caleb Conley, who's going to be there as well. Oh, they're in a relationship. Yeah, it's a, it's Good. on Wikipedia, anyways. Oh okay. <laughs> so like it must be true. Like, I, I know I know Caleb. I worked with Caleb a bunch of times. Um, he's a really good wrestler. He's worked for Impact. See. You need to start watching regular wrestling again so we can talk about it on the podcast. That's true. At least AEW, anyways. I don't care about that baby anymore. 
Honestly, yeah. they, you know what? I it, the other night was it must have been last week or two weeks ago. The TV was on, like SmackDown came on. My kids wanted to watch. I was like, fine, I'll let it play so they can watch wrestling, whatever. And something, and it always bothered me that they did it before. But now that I've been watching another show all the time, I went back to watching this. It bothered me even more. It's their camera movements. WWE's camera movements have this tendency to be fast with pants, zoom in, zoom out really quick on action to like try to intensify the action. And it makes me sick. Yep. Not like bomb. I don't want to bomb. It's like bomb. It's like why you don't need to do this. Um, they make so much. They make so many cuts. And yeah, and and now that their their cameras are a little bit more um, kin- kinematic, kin- kinematic. They move a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they totally move. And it's like I why just made up a whole. This? I just made up a media studies phrase. I think you did. I, I don't think that's. A, I don't think kinematic that's means like move, moving fast. Deal. But but like when you're watching like AEW, they'll they'll zoom in, but it's not. It's, there's no fast movements like that. <clears throat> Well, I think they're doing that intentionally. Obviously, they want to be not WWE. So, well, I think WWE is just trying to like evolve. Like that's the one thing I will say about WWE, WWF. Like they have always kind of been on the forefront of like WWE. evolving professional wrestling to to a to a higher medium. Um, so this is kind of their way of like trying trying something new and no, but it's know, not maybe, new. They've been they've been doing it for years. Well, just, you're just noticing it. I'm just. You notice it more you when you more. don't watch it. Well, it's more apparent. Well, I mean, relatively new, right? It. So it's it's kind of a way to like trying to like um, condition a new generation into what they think professional wrestling should be. All right. So it's kind of like, my I mean, my friend still, has they're, a, they're still the most successful company in in, in the world. So. Currently, yes, 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 yes. There. I mean, you can't deny that they built up an empire and all that. Um, but I really, I'm really enjoying. Well, they're still synonymous with professional wrestling, right? They like, are. Like you, you say, oh, I watch wrestling. Yeah, the ran- yeah, if you ask the random person on the street like about professional wrestling, they would say either WWE or if they're older, they would say WWF still probably. You know, go, no, no, not. I'm watching AEW. Wait, there's another wrestling yeah, company. No, they, they, if you ask the average person on the street like what AEW is, they don't, they don't know. They might have seen commercials. Impact, what? You know, if they if they watch cable, they might have seen the commercials. Yeah, they're watching TNT. It, but that's about <laughs> it. Right, but that's about or it. TBS. Yeah, you're right. It's most people say, "Oh, WWF, WWE." Well, no, people like people in like wrestling communities forget just how, how wrestling is still pretty niche, right? Like, it's definitely not as popular as it was when we were in college because that was like the biggest boom that wrestling ever had. Um, when you had WCW and WWF going head to head, and you had like 20 million people a week watching mm-hmm. the television show on a Monday night. It's like you look, go back and look at those ratings. They were they were ridiculous for both shows. Like they were both running like. Nine, 10 million people each show. So um, you look at that now, I think it's down to like what, four or five million. And I don't even think AEW does those kind of numbers. Um, so, yeah, don't know what, how we got into this conversation, but it just happens. We always, everything goes back to wrestling. To wrestling. <laughs> wrestling or capitalism. The, the two themes of our podcast. If you like wrestling and, and you like, you like bashing capitalism then this is the podcast for you um but yeah. we're not out of time and, and there's 1.3 million wow yeah see i mean that's yeah. but that was higher than raw <laughs> for the week right which you know but, was, but also but forget I, like compared to, to 20, people, people watch years ago. so much differently too well there's so much more to watch now there's so much more to watch there's so many more and um, top we go for your eyeballs. We DVR everything. Like I don't watch it live. Well, that's the that's the big thing too, right? Is the DVR. Like that's the whole um, community argument because you know we're both fans of community, and 
you know, the, the show got kind of got pushed to the side on NBC because it wasn't doing the numbers um, that they expected, but they weren't really taking into account because this is still like late 2000s, early uh, 10s, yeah. whereas like DVR was just becoming super saturated into the market, right? Where like mm-hmm. every cable package now had had their own DVRs built in. And a lot of the younger generations were, which which the show was popular with, was was DVRing the hell out of it. Watch right? it later not, when we have a chance. Not so much watch it because you know, especially if you're a college kid, and you have access to DVR. I can't watch something on Thursday night at eight thirty. Right, you're either studying or going to the club. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which thir- is you know the two things you do in college. But NBC it. was trying to replicate the Thursday night lineup, uh, you know, which they had success with Seinfeld and Friends and such. You know a decade earlier well it's it's still a great it's really like that i mean that's really a strong freaking lineup that thursday night lineup with the office parks and rec 30 rock community like that's those right. are four like iconic shows that but you're not really gonna didn't get, get that didn't get the views because there was a, it was a different like you know television lineup. we we watched it differently right and but they're, they're catching up to that now but like i said there's so much more to watch so even if you know now 1.3 million is great because hey that's a lot of people when you're talking about i could watch netflix or hulu or this or that the other thing like it's a lot of things out there to watch well it even goes like look at the um scarlett johansson lawsuit that's that that she's she's suing disney over about mm-hmm. um because obviously in, you know in her contract she got a portion of the profits from the from the from the movie release but not but, from streaming but never worked that in the streaming and you know when disney decided to release it on the same day it obviously took a lot of money away from the from the theaters that they put directly into their pockets and she's saying well i should be able i should get a cut of that because you never told me that you're going to release it to a whole nother platform other than the theaters like why if i would have known that we probably would have worked that into the contract and i have to say you know people might give gruff over her like oh why she, she's money grabbing whatever i'm like yeah, but no, she's, she's, she's one, one, she's a big enough star. Like, yeah, she doesn't need the money. She has enough money, but she has the star power to do the lawsuit because if she doesn't do it, and the next person that comes, well. yeah, exactly. The next person that comes along that doesn't have the star power that needs the money isn't going to get it because they're not going to be able to work down the negotiations. Right. She does the lawsuit. She paves the way for other people to have the right contract set up. So, you know, some people moan and groan about her having a lawsuit but when you think about it that way she has every right to do that so last topic because i know you want to do this you want to talk about texas don't you we have to talk about texas i think i don't, I don't even want to talk about texas to be honest with you but we, i think we have to talk about texas because it's 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 a big issue and it's what we did we talk about big issues we don't we don't shy away from from issues here on the generation zillennial podcast we dive right deep into them even so breaking news on this dog yesterday sued texas yes to stop it because as as most people know most people don't know they're pregnant within six weeks yeah it's very <laughs> it's hard not, to that's, know that's not when you pregnant. find out because yeah, you have to wait until you miss that thing called a period which you know if it's weird you're fertile right after it so you're going to wait at least four weeks before you would know something's wrong and usually you wait another week after that so sometimes case. it's late and it comes anyway so like why am i going to get tested you could test early and not find out. And, and then what if you have one take time to make a damn decision? Yeah. <laughs> right? That, that's the other thing they're not taking into account. Like, oh, so, okay. So you found out you're pregnant. You're probably already four weeks into the pregnancy. Now you have two weeks to make this like life altering decision. Like, yeah, that's not really well, fair either, is it? 
And then, you know, again, this, the, these laws still, they're targeting women. There's no responsibility for men at all. You know, well, they, they, you know, you could, you could be the person arguments. that raped the woman that caused the pregnancy and get off less of a punishment then, well, then you can the then you can sue the woman for getting an abortion of the person that you raped like in, yeah it's like, really messed up in reality like it's that's a that's a messed up scenario but in like but that could happen like that's something that you could somebody could rape somebody mm-hmm. get them pregnant and then if that person tries to get an abortion sue, sue them, them for getting an abortion which is that that that's mind-blowing like right. I, I don't even know how like you would write a law to allow that and yet they, and they write all these laws to make sure people are this this always gets myself my wife we, we're always up, baffled by this and most liberals are baffled by this you know all these laws to make sure you have birth give birth to that baby the baby could be still they don't care you have to give birth like whatever but once the baby is born they don't give a shit it's well, like yeah that's all the been. the child care whatever you know we're not going to help you <laughs> once the baby's born but if you don't get that baby born, we're going to sue you. Well, people say things like, oh, well, you know, put it up, put the baby up for adoption. Like, you know, you clearly have not, not done that. It, it really comes down to like, it's, it's none of your business. If someone wants to terminate a pregnancy, you, the state, the government, like, that's, that's the thing too, right? Like, you know, these small, small government, it's all the small government people saying like, the state should be able to step in and, and, and stop a termination of a pregnancy um and here's and here's always been the issue is that when you frame it as killing a baby which abortion is not abortion is the termination of a pregnancy it is not killing a baby babies are born like that's basic knowledge science like but when you frame it as murder it's very hard to argue against because then all the person just says, well, do you believe in, you believe murder is just? And you can turn around and say, I guarantee you believe murder is just in some, in some situations, right? But that doesn't matter. They just, you frame it as killing an innocent child and you're just absolved of any other kind of like deeper thinking or reasoning into the subject. Because then you just stop. Because how can you, how can you argue you're killing an innocent child. Like you, can't, you, you really like. There's no good argument against that. Mm. But that's not what the actual abortion is, and that's where and that's where the big issue is, right? It's it's about bodily autonomy, and that, that's the that's that's the best argument for abortions. And then you get this is what's driving me crazy too, because then you get people conflating the abortions with vaccines. Right, because it's always been the whole my my body my choice right like line. So now the anti-vaxxers are coming out and saying, "Well, my, it's, it's my it's my body my choice." That's what you said. I can say it now because because it works for vaccines too, right? That's it's because abortions and 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 communicable diseases they're they're the same thing. Like pregnancies and communicable diseases, right? They're they're conflatable. So I can use just logic, but no, <laughs> they're not. It does not work that way. No. COVID-19 and pregnancy are not the same thing. So it doesn't, it doesn't work. You don't pass vaccines and abortions are not the same thing. <laughs> Secondly, there's nobody forcing you to get vaccinated. 
there is no mechanism in this country right now that says there's nobody running around jabbing people with needles to vaccinate them against Could we? Their will. Could we? I, I listen. Blow dark. <laughs> you know, I like to be anti-authoritarianism, Keith. But in this instance, I wish I could run around just like jabbing people with with the vaccine. Right. You know what? I kind of wish I could do that. Can but we somehow just put it in like in, in the Starbucks mix? We'll put it in the ivermectin. How about that? We'll put it in the horse <laughs> okay. paste. We, we just, <laughs> or, or we just make our own them. horse paste and call it ivermectin. But it's actually, <laughs> ivermectin plus. So it's actually, it's we'll call it uh, ivermectin plus, and it's actually just the vaccine and, and, and gel form problem, and problem solved. And Star- we'll strawberry have, flavored. We'll just have Joe Rogan and Alex Jones um, tout that instead of. Yeah. Yeah, and then probably but that's, that's the thinking. No, nobody's 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 saying you have to get back. Like vaccines are, are mandatory. They are saying if you want to participate in like things like being around people, because what you do affects you need other to people. be vaccinated. It's, because if you're not, you're going to spread a, a disease that, that that's deadly to. Well, that's your by your choice. Good amount of people. My by my choice thing falls apart because your choice doesn't affect just your body. It affects other people's bodies. And that's See, where the argument is not the same. You're thinking logically again, Keith. Yes, I know. That's, that's where what, you're running into. That's where you run into problems when you try to argue with people. Well, on the back internet. back to it's, the abortion topic is that and this is my train of thought has always, you know, we focus on the wrong part of it. We're, everyone always focuses on the abortion itself and like let's make laws around abortion, which are always more restrictive, more damaging to women. Um, and because you know facts are facts, just because you make it illegal doesn't mean it's not going to happen. People are going to go do it in danger, more dangerous ways. They're going to cause more harm. They're going to, you know, worse things happen when you don't have legal access to abortion. Whether you agree with abortion or not, as a philosophical or a moral issue, the fact that not having it available causes more problems for society. Second part, um, the abortion, you know, worrying about again the abortion part. We're at the wrong phase of trying to worry about the problem that caught that brings you to the point where you have to think about an abortion, because if we at, before that have proper education, access to contraception, and things like that, an open conversation, an open conversation with family to talk about uh, all these things, then you're going to see the need for abortion just naturally drop because if, if women and men, I'm not putting this just on women, I'm going to put say women and men, boys and girls, the two people that takes the tango are properly educated and know about the risks that they're taking and know about how to prevent those risks by using contraception or, or, or doing something else. Um, you're going to see the, the, I mean, it's already dropped the, um, teenage pregnancy rate has dropped in the past couple of decades yeah, because, um, of because of this, but if you did it even more, you know, you're seeing people that don't want to talk to their parents about it because they're told that if they talk, you know, if they get pregnant, they're going to be kicked out of the house and all that stuff. So you shut down the conversation before it happens, which is the wrong way to go about it. So I, I get more upset about the fact that we're, we're talking about abortion. No, let's talk about education. Let's talk about being human beings, having open conversations with our sons and daughters about these topics. So that way, when they get into that situation, drunk or sober, I don't care. You have the wherewithal to know I need to pull out this thing from my pocket and use it. So I we're safe or, or whatnot. And also let's make the severity for rape charges a lot higher and make it a lot easier to charge people that rape people. Because too many, too often, 
in a lot of states that like if you get if a woman gets raped and tries to go report it they there's still a lot of times where they're the victim blaming you know instead of listening to the victim and having justice done the right way if if make it actually punishing the person that does the crime again less people are going to be doing hopefully uh theoretically speaking doing the crime so that's why i like to be on the conversation yeah i will yeah it definitely has a lot to do with um education i think i mean a lot of a lot of things do when 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 it boils down to it yeah because morally Um, morally speaking morally speaking i you know if someone came to me and they wanted i would be like i don't necessarily agree with you getting abortion but i also believe that you should have the access to it I, you know, I, I guess that, that, that's a fair assessment. I mean, I would, I would say, you know, I have no problem with you getting an abortion. I have no problem with anyone getting an abortion. I don't think, it, I don't think there's a moral um, issue with it. I don't, uh, you know, terminating a pregnancy is, is, is your, your decision. And, and real quick, I, you know, we gotta, we gotta be careful because like the big brain um, conservatives will come out and, 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 deride us for not agreeing that men can get pregnant because of course men can get pregnant you know trans men have the ability to get pregnant um so you know they i've seen that one thrown out a couple times oh oh they're 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 admitting that only women can get pregnant because a lot of people use the language when pregnancy to to talk about women um but obviously there are a small percentage of trans men out there that that can and could get pregnant so you don't want to you don't want to leave them out even then and it's funny because it's always the people that that don't even want to believe that trans people exist that try to use that rhetoric against us but <laughs> i just i just need to point that that out um yeah, real fair. quick um but yeah i mean i don't i don't for me terminating a pregnancy is, is, is someone's decision i you know it's not nothing to do with me um if that's something they feel like they they need to do and they can do it safely and and and, and, and it's a decision that physician, they need and, to make that decision with their family, their physician, whoever they console in, and that's honestly, their private decision. I don't me, want to know about. They it, need honestly. to make that decision for themselves. Well, I mean, honestly, it, 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 I, I have no like. Listen, if hypothetical situation, I got somebody pregnant, and I I want to keep the baby, but the person I got pregnant was like, no, I'm not having this baby. I really don't have to say. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear that, but I don't. It's not, I'm not carrying the baby. I understand that uh, half the baby's technically, I guess, mine. It's weird to think about in that, in that kind of s- sense, like that, I, I, cause you don't own a person, right? We've, we've mm-hmm. established that you can't own people. I understand maybe you're responsible for that person, but also too, until they're born, they're not a person yet. And then that, and, and that's, and that's the 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 the, the mind uh, mind wrapping that people need to do, right? Because that's that's where we get into like, oh, well, you're you're it's murder. Abortion's murder. It's not because they're not born yet, so they're not a, t- technically a person yet. I mean, I understand that it's human life, right? And because you get into these weird like like semantic arguments, like, well, if you deny that that. Uh, uh, that a fetus is human life then that's not scientific and i thought you believe in science and it's just these weird arguments come out and it's just it's about personhood right and i understand that the supreme court made it about viability um in in the nine in the 90s in the 90s decision it used, mm-hmm. in this in the roe Ro v wade decision originally it was based on the trimesters and then in the 90s there was another decision that came down that kind of reversed that and made it about viability which you know is 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 fair 
to a certain extent. On, honestly, for me, if I was supreme ruler of the world, which sounds kind of authoritarian, <laughs> but, um, you know, abortions up until pregnancy, up until birth, you know, maybe a, a month before or something like that, just because, you know, I don't want people making bad decisions panicking. Um, Cause I feel like that's something that might happen. I don't, honestly, I have no reason to, statistical reason to, 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 to say that, but you know, it's something that I would think that might happen. So, but anyway, abortions free available no moral judgment this this is this is what we should be striving for this is, should be the, the gold standard um free available safe non-judgmental go like it, it's your choice if you private if you can't force people this is i mean honest, honestly this is, is really the state forcing people to give birth and is that something that we should be championing my answer would be no what's that sad is they're, they're also forcing people to give birth to fetuses that aren't viable post-birth and yeah, that, yeah that, that's, that's another thing like okay i have a child in me that i know as soon as you know it could be stillborn now or will die right. and, that, and, and making like, these arguments is is, is great why? but this is the problem that we get into though we make these little arguments about like oh you're making people do that no, no just the argument should stop at you're forcing someone to give birth this, this, the government is forcing someone to give birth, and you think that's you think that's a, like a viable solution to to, to the world, like the, the way that things should work. No, the, and, the, the government and, has and no a, right to force and, someone to give birth. That's and that's that's full stop, right? That, that should, the argument should really stop right there. And they're but allowing anyone to snitch on people, and anyone that is any part. Of getting yeah, the person like there, suing is, like cab is, drivers and Uber drivers like, to drive on. a person to an abortion clinic. It's like, like, damn, like how much of a like that's very authoritarian right there. And how much of a rat person do you have to be to like rat somebody out for that? I, you saw last week. Uber but then again, there, I mean, there are were, people that bomb abortion clinics. So like, yeah, well, you know, that there's the irony. protest, even a protest in abortion clinic. I think it's the, the, like, the irony of always me is the people that bomb abortion clinics. So you're trying to kill people to stop them from killing people. In your mind, this is like goes right. Well, that you know, that was a great topic. So, anyways, that's that's uh, that's basically uh, war, isn't it? Like, you know, that was a great conversation. That's where it comes down to. You know, a lot of people condone people. You know, a lot of people have no problem with war, but and that's murder in a lot of instances. And they'll say, "Well, no, because you know it was a." Well, hey, I want to say all those people that are so focused on abortion, take your energy, refocus it on helping children. The people that are already here, that don't have a home, that don't have food to eat, focus your attention there. Like, stop focusing your attention on other people's bodies that you can't control. Focus your attention on look at all these kids in foster care that need a home, or all these kids that you know they a child of hunger that don't have enough food to eat at home. Put your energy there. Let's make the world a better place by helping those that are here. Yeah. I mean, we could we could we could solve starvation tomorrow. Yeah, if people want to, yeah. If we just if we could solve homelessness tomorrow too, but we, we choose not. So actually, that that was the uh, charity event I went to last night was for the Bethel Center in Connecticut, which or in Milford, which is their mission statement is to end hunger and homelessness. Yeah. We could do it tomorrow. So you know how we give people homes. We have we have plenty of homes, people. Plenty of homes out there for the homeless. 
Well, we need to reverse a lot of uh, housing policies that were put in place over the past couple of decades that prevented the building of low-income housing in many areas. Just give people home. We have well, We have food. We, we throw out more food than people can eat. Yeah. We have the food. We have the houses. We, 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 we can sell it tomorrow. The problem is it would bring property values down. And people don't, people don't want that. All right, we got pause. Maybe, pause. maybe, maybe, maybe we'll See, sell it. Let's do this topic next week. Fair enough. Because there's a whole other can of worms. We are running out of time. I need to go do some real work. Boo. Hey, shut up. So, 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 so yeah. everyone out there, share, share, share the podcast with your friends. Tell them about the podcast. So, so yeah. Keith and I can make this our full time job. We can do and, this every day and, and, and be kind and of not have real jobs to go, and not have real jobs to go to. So, we can just talk about stuff every day and be excellent and, to one another. And uh, well, that, yeah, that's that was already a title of, of an episode. I'm pretty sure. I, oh, yeah, that was it. Was the one, maybe. the one where Bill and Ted, the, the, yes. the I had to, the, the one came out, and I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I know uh, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, I want to see this, but never got around. Well, so the, I saw the teaser to Matrix Four, though. So, but we had a lot of catching up to do, Keith. It's been a let's, while. Well, let's we catch up again next week. Do, but this is season, season two is is underway. Dose. The second season. Which is the Ryan's. I will in seasons. Million. We're, gonna like, we're gonna be like Mick and Rick and Morty. And we'll make a hundred dollars. <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> that's our first that's our first goal. Make a hundred dollars off the podcast. We gotta we'll get a hundred dollars. We'll both eat a hot chip. There you go. I'm sure. Maybe we get donations to eat hot chips. Just don't do- donate the hot chip though. <laughs> Dude. Go watch my videos. All right. Just another guy talking about stuff. Because I know, I know you, I know everyone. I was talking to the audience. I know everyone wants, wants more stupid stuff. So, and go, have right. a, go have a great week. Go have a great week. Until next time. See you.